What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode eight or nine, I believe. We are coming on 10 episodes, and we're about to close out the first month of the podcast. And I am absolutely um, astonished and overwhelmed by all the support you guys have been showing. You guys have absolutely loved the podcast since day one, and I cannot thank you guys enough for that. Now, with that being said, this episode, we decided to take a break from having a guest on, and I just sat down, and I just told you guys a story and gave you a behind-the-scenes on a major point in my life where I realized that filming and stuff is what I wanted to do. But before we get into this episode, I wanted to thank you guys so much for all the love and support you guys have been showing. But I need you guys to do me a huge favor. Whatever podcast platform you are listening to this on, make sure you rate it five stars and give a good review. That way it gets put out there a lot more and the podcast reaches more people. But also, I'm just going to go ahead and I haven't been promoting this as much as I should be, or uh, not necessarily should be, but I haven't been promoting this as much as I um, think most people do because I'm not one to like beg you guys for this type of thing. But if you guys want to, and you head to anchor.fm slash Logan dash Chase dash Morrow, you guys can support me directly through a link by paying like $5 a month or $10 a month. It's basically the same thing as having a Patreon, but for Anchor, um, you guys don't have to support me in that way. Just watching the podcast is enough, but I just wanted to mention that for you guys. So if you want to support me in more, in more than one way, then you guys can find me or find the link in my bio on Instagram at it's a Logan with two ends. And uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. What is going on? Welcome to episode eight or nine of the podcast. I'm your host, Logan Morrow, by myself today, taking a break from having a guest. But I just wanted to sit down and talk to you guys because I feel like um, the whole point of this podcast was for you, for me to tell you things I've experienced in my life and hope you guys take something from it and just really challenge you guys to step out of your comfort zone. So today, I'm going to be sharing the story of the time I spent six months of my life creating a 30-minute video. Now, this idea came back to me, or came to me, um, around the beginning of 2019. So I think it came, the idea came out, or came to me around um, maybe January, sometime in January. Um, I'd wanted to do a documentary for a very, very long time. Um, I never necessarily had the materials or like knew how um, proper like documentary editing and stuff like that. Um, so I never really got around to it. But by this point in January of last year, 2019, um, I had racked up three years of audio video, taking audio video classes at my school and just doing extracurricular or not extracurricular, but um, building up a portfolio with my church and stuff like that. And just really expanding on what I can do and my skills in the photography slash film um, era area of things. And um, so, yeah, after working three years on that, um, I decided to finally take the idea or take my skills and turn it into a documentary. But I didn't want to just do a documentary with no point to it, no meaning to it. So I did um, a um, 
I just kind of sat down with a bunch of my friends and I was like, look, this is like the idea I have. Like I want to do um, a podcast or not a podcast. Sorry. I want to do a um, documentary, but I need like I need help. I don't know what I, I don't know what I should do it on, you know. And um, at the at the time I was in a relationship. Um, uh, we had been going on three months, probably, I believe. And we were we were really happy. Um, but, um, sadly in the process of like coming up with the idea that I wanted to do a documentary and this and that, the whole period of like the beginning stages of like the documentary idea, um, we separated and that left me in a really dark place for a while, probably for like the rest of January. And then I would say like, maybe like the last two weeks of January in that, in that state of, um, darkness, I realized I was like, well, like, why, like, love is such a funny thing, and it's so unpredictable, but you can learn so much from it. You can learn so much about the person you are with, what it feels like, just yourself in general. Like, there's so many things you can learn about love, and in general, with, like, that whole idea of, like, love and being in a relationship. So, I was like, hmm. Maybe I can make a documentary about it and just share my experiences and just give some advice. So that's exactly what I did. I took the idea of love and turned it into a documentary. So for six months, um, I got a group of um, friends together. I like to call them my creative team. And um, at the time, it consisted of um, me and my friend Jordan and some help from my friend Maurice, um, pretty much it was only three of us. Um, and we strictly, I'm not going to, I'm not saying that Maurice and Jordan didn't do anything, but I would say I definitely spent majority of my time like into the documentary. So I would obviously say I spent the most into the documentary and put the most into the documentary. Um, I'm not going to take the credit and say I did every single thing because I definitely didn't. Uh, there's definitely some stuff I wouldn't have been able to do without these guys. But um, they definitely helped out a lot. But I did a lot of it on my own because I am a huge creative control freak. Um, I like to have 100% creative control over what I'm doing. And I don't like being told what to do when I'm working on, like, a film or um, just anything in general. I've never been the person to, like, that likes to be told what to do. I don't, I'm pretty sure nobody likes to be told what to do, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, so I spent six months of my life... Um, really dedicating myself to um, just really spreading awareness about just being in love and how much you can learn from it. Not necessarily from the relationship side of things, but you can be in love with not, and I'm not, when I say be in love, I don't mean like physical, like relationship, like lovey dovey relation, like in love. Like you can love your dog, you can love your parents, you can love your fam, like anybody in your family, your friends. Love doesn't go just for relationships. So there's so much you can learn just from like being in a relationship or love from the perspective of pet love, which is nothing. There's nothing in this world like having that connection with a pet, whether it's a dog, a cat, bird, monkey, whatever it may be. Um, I think. Um, Pet love is definitely one of the best types of love because that person's there with you for 
everything, or not person, that pet is there with you through everything, and it hurts just much, like, it hurts just as bad to lose a pet as it does to lose a person in your life. I know that because back in March of, or May of 2019, I lost my, one of my very first dog. I got her for my birthday when I was like six years old. She was 12 years old and she died of cancer. And that put me in a really dark spot. I mean, we're getting really off track, but I'm just letting you guys know that like pet love isn't something to like joke about. Like there's, it's honestly like one of the best ways to experience love in that aspect of things. Um, anyways, back to what I was saying, got off, got off track, didn't mean to, um, so yeah, I spent six months of my life really dedicating to creating um, a video and an environment that people could watch it and actually take something from it and maybe learn from my mistakes so that it, so that they don't make the same mistakes I did in my relationships. And just um, when I went into the whole idea of like being in a relationship to being in love and stuff like that, because there are definitely many, there was definitely many points in the relationship where I was in the wrong because I was. I was still very young at this point. Um, I was 17 years old. Yeah, I was 17. I'm 18 now. Happy birthday to me. Anyways, um, yeah, I was 17 years old, and I still didn't quite know what I wanted from a relationship. And I still don't now as an 18-year-old. I'm still trying to figure out like my, my, my jam, I guess you could say, without it sounding weird. I'm still trying to figure out like the things I like in a relationship and what I like in a girl and this and that. There's so many factors to consider when going into a relationship that I think if you really don't take those things into consideration, you can seriously hate that relationship and hate being with that person. And that's not something you want to put yourself or that other person through, because if you're not happy, then it's going to start to show in the relationship and then it's going to bring the other person down. And then it's just a whole spiral that I wish like people knew before they jumped into a relationship, because there's definitely points in a relationship where like if you're not happy and you're not putting in the effort you need to it's going to bring the other person down and then you start to question if you're good enough and this and that and i want you to know that if you're watching this or sorry if you're listening to this and you're in a relationship right now you are more than good enough okay you're doing everything you possibly can and your partner sees that and they appreciate that now, there may be situations where they may be going through something and they don't want to talk about it, and that's okay. That doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. That just means that this is something they want to figure out on their own, and you have to respect that and give them their, their space in that area of their life because they're just grieving and they just want to handle it alone, which I think you should 110% respect because if you can't respect that, then how are you going to have that level of trust with one another? Because trust, in my opinion, is absolutely key in a relationship. If you don't have trust, you can't grow. Trust is the main form of growth in a relationship, I think. And I will 100% put my foot down and stand by that because there, in my situations, trust has not been something especially now with everything I've been through in relationships, trust does not come easy with me. And from the relationship side of things, we're just friends in general because I struggle with it. And I'm not like, it sucks to say what I, that I struggle with it 
through the things I've gone through in the past. But I mean, it's just part of life. Going through things in order to learn things about yourself and about the world is just part of life, whether we like it or not, whether it's good or bad. Um, so yeah, I think trust is key in a relationship. So I spent six months of my life dedicating to really breaking love down in many different areas so that people would better understand the point I'm trying to get across and not make the same mistakes I did so that whatever um, they may be seeking in a relationship or in their relationship they're currently in, it may help them. They may take it in, help them chop it up, digest it, and regurgitate it into their relationship so that they may live or have a healthier relationship or just find what they're looking for in a relationship more easier so that when they do jump into that next relationship, they're a lot happier because I never wanted, I don't, and I still don't want anybody to experience the same pain I've experienced in relationships because I've been in some very toxic relationships. And if I need to, if like, if you guys want a podcast episode on that, then maybe that's something I can do. Let me know. Um, send me a DM over on Instagram if you guys want me to share some of those stories. I mean, why not? But um, yeah, I've been in some very toxic relationships where it was not, I was doing nothing wrong, but I felt like I was doing something wrong because the way the other person made me feel like they had, they, there were certain situations where like something would happen and, oh, somehow everything's my fault because I just overthink everything and it's like anxiety just gets the best of me and everything's my fault and I'm not good enough. And, oh, well, maybe if I were to do this then that relationship would have ended and I would still would have been with that person. And I still would have been happy. There's nothing in this world you can do to change what happened in your relationship or blame yourself for anything in your relationship that wasn't your fault whatsoever. The biggest mistake teenagers make when they're in relationships is they think they need to be, A, they think they need to be in a relationship, B, they think everything's wrong or think they think everything's their fault when something happens in the relationship. And B, they just get super depressed and really seek out a relationship to the point where they're not seeking happiness. They're just seeking a relationship. They're just seeking that connection with someone. They're just seeking to hook up and leave and then find another person. And it just kind of like, it becomes this very toxic thing where you're not actually seeking happiness. You're just seeking that connection with someone. And I've never been that type of person. I've always been the type of person to like, when I'm looking for like, I obviously, I don't, I'm not jumping from relationship to relationship. I genuinely take time after I get out of a relationship to digest what happened in that relationship, what went wrong, and what I want out of my next relationship so that I may be happier in my next relationship and just make sure that I know what I want so that I'm happy. And um, I think I'm in a point right now where I'm happy in my current relationships. and. Um, and when I say relationships, I don't mean just boyfriend or I'm sorry, not boyfriend, um, girlfriend and or family relationships and stuff like that. Friend, friend relationships, stuff like that. Um, I think I'm finally at a point where after working on the documentary for six months, The Love Theory, which you guys can check out on my YouTube channel, is just Logan Morrow. And um, I highly recommend you guys go watch it. Please get it to I think it's at almost at 300 views, something like that. Or it's already at 300 views. But Go watch it. It means a lot to me. Show it some love. Show my YouTube channel some love. Subscribe. And um, 
Shameless promotion. Wow. Didn't think that was possible when I was trying to get serious. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so um, fast forward six months later or six months after making or six months making the documentary and then fast forward to the end of that six months. Um, the documentary dropped on April. Uh, let me check. Let me check. Not too long after um, my brother's birthday, I do believe. Um, hold on. It drops. It drops sometime later that year. Let me check. Let me get the exact date for you guys. My timeline may be all messed up. Um, yeah, it dropped. So I dropped the trailer for the documentary in June tenth, twenty nineteen. So I started working on. Um, I really started working on it back in. Um, back in December of 2018, I started working on it back in December of 2018 and finished up around, um, June. And that's when I dropped the trailer and then I waited a month and then dropped the, um, first five minutes of it just to kind of tease you guys a little bit. And then finally, after teasing you guys for two months, I finally dropped, um, part A of the documentary in August of 20 or 2019, August 18th of 2019. And, um, yeah. So after I did that, um, it got, I did a hundred views in a day, which was absolutely insane for me. It blew me out of that, blew me out of the water. And I was getting so many kind texts and DMS and Snapchat from people that had watched the documentary and found my Snapchat and social media through, the description and stuff really telling me that like they had learned um, a lot from watching it and it just really made me feel good about myself and that I had actually done something meaningful with my life. Um, I remember one girl specifically said that she was in a toxic relationship, but she didn't know it. And after watching the documentary, she realized she was in a toxic relationship and she was able to save herself from that and being and save herself from being hurt worse. Um, which is amazing. I'm glad that I was able to open her eyes to realize the situation that she was in so that she could remove herself from that and make herself a happier person. But um, yeah, it the progression of the documentary has been moved really fast. Um, it did 100 in the first day or in the first, yeah, in the first day, in a day. And then a week later, it was at 250. And now it's the numbers are still climbing. I think right now it's at about 300. Um, it's been decre- or increasing slowly over time. It wasn't like a blew up and got a million views in a month type thing. But um, it's definitely been growing and I'm really excited because that's now that I know people responded well to that. I've been opening my um, I've been opening myself to creating more documentaries and I've got so many cool projects on the way. And I'm just really expanding my YouTube channel to a point where I'm really excited for what 2020 has in store. Um, the podcast was just the beginning of what I'm starting in 2020. I've got merch, YouTube channel stuff. And there's a big announcement that I'm going to save until the end. Um, because a lot of people have been asking about it for like the last four months. And I haven't, like, it's probably since the dark documentary dropped. Um since the Love Theory dropped, I have not heard it, or I have never not stopped hearing about it. So I'm going to address that certain thing at the end of this episode. 
but um yeah it moved a lot and taught me a lot about myself and um yeah i'm just really excited for the like i'm really happy with the way it turned out because it taught me a lot about what i want in a relationship and just really got me to a point where i'm really happy with myself and my relationships now so i really hope you guys enjoyed listening i really hope you guys took something from that um this was very i'm sorry this was very last minute for me i'm going on a trip tomorrow for um a few days and i won't be back until sunday so i wanted to get this out before then um heads up from now on every episode will drop a new episode every week on thursday at 10 a.m so from now on every episode will drop thursday at 10 a.m um this episode is out a little late because of some delays with recording and stuff but um yeah so that's how the episode is going to be released from now on but on to the announcement that i was just talking about ladies and gentlemen sorry it's probably really loud i'm sorry but ladies and gentlemen part b of the love theory will be coming to you guys in february you guys have been asking about it and demanding about it for so long i've been having so many people asking me where it's at but part b to the love theory documentary is coming very soon in February, release dates will be on my Instagram and stuff very soon once I get everything planned out. But thank you guys so much for listening in with me. Thank you guys for hanging out. Don't forget to rate this podcast five stars on whatever you may be listening to it on. Also, head to my Instagram bio. Click the link in my bio if you want to support me that way by subscribing monthly. It's the same thing as basically being a patron um, for Patreon. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening in. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. I love you. And have a great day rest of your day, night, or whatever.